things are happening. No shit. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Dad's missing. I need you to help me find him. I can't do this alone. Dad's giving us a job to do. He wants us to pick up where he left off. Saving people, hunting things. Welcome back. We're back. Welcome back. Welcome and we're back. talking episode 12. Faith. Gotta have faith, faith, faith. Uh. Gotta have faith, the faith, the faith. Uh. Baby. <laughs> and now everyone has completely turned us off. No, everybody loves oh, George don't. Michaels. Come back. Bring it on back. They like getting whammed at Christmas, too. No one likes getting whammed at Christmas. However, that is one of my favorites. Especially when it's the first fucking song you hear on the radio. I got wham day one. Day one whammer. Day one whammer. Oh, jeez. Well, welcome back from Florida. Thank you. It's been, um, we're kind of, fil- we're, rec- we're filming. We're recording this in advance because Maybe we're starting day. to kind of actually plan things ahead and try to be responsible adults. Um, so. For when, when, when there are vacations yes. and, you know, days we can't be here. Yes. So I, um, I will have run the full marathon by now. And I will be a year older, and I will have spent four days in Disney. That's and right. Happy birthday. Thank you. So technically, this is kind of like my birthday episode. Oh, shit. <laughs> we are not adults and did not plan ahead, because I would have had a fucking cake. It's okay. Or a pie. Oh, yeah. It's uh, okay. It's all right. Okay. But uh, hopefully, I'll survive. I think you will. Um, so we're going to be talking about faith. Yes. It's a lot about faith. There's a lot of questioning faith. We kind of get introduced to the embodiment, the imperson- the personification of death Yes. in this. Um, so episode 12, Faith. So a little synopsis. Yes. Uh, when Dean is mortally wounded, Sam takes him to a faith healer in Nebraska that turns out to be another hunt. Just watch what you say around a blind man. We got real sharp ears. <laughs> so when this episode opens, Sam and Dean are on a hunt. They're, hi- <laughs> they're hunting... Rawhead. Oh, I was going to say, did you know what it was? I had to look it up. Rawhead. But did they say it? Uh, Yes. Well, when they're getting a bunch of the stuff out of the trunk of the car. Yeah. He says he wants to fry this rawhead. Oh, see, I didn't know that's what it was actually called. I had to look it up. Yep. But do you know what rawhead is? Did you look that up? A demon? It's an Irish boogeyman. Oh. Said to live um, by the pipes, like in the basement. Well, that makes sense since they end up in basements. And it um, drowns naughty children, but also rewards the good. So he's like the Irish non-Christian Catholic Christmas right. Krampus. Yes. And it can only be killed um, by electrocution of 100,000 watts or more. That makes sense on the uh, whole wanting to fry him thing. Yeah. Um, so Dean ends up, they go in, they find Rawhead. Mm-hmm. And they end up in the basement yes. where he is. And Dean pulls out essentially his taser. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a taser. Um, which I was surprised because I mean I know there's a whole scuffle going on and I know he's in the middle of fighting him, but like you'd think Dean of all people would kind of look around, yeah, and be like, hey, so we're both in water. This is probably not going to be great for me. I should probably get on something and pull himself up at least. Yeah, because I mean he he dives over to pick up the taser, so like I feel like he wasn't in the water at that point, but then he kind of like goes back to yeah, like, shoot him. So he electrocutes Rawhead. Yes. Who in turn ends up getting electrocuted himself because he's also in a pool of water. Correct, yeah. Um, and essentially has a heart attack. Yes. 
Um, and Sam comes down, finds him, can't wake him up, takes him to a hospital. Yeah, his electrocution triggered a heart attack, and it says the doctor was like, he's only got a couple weeks to live. That doesn't go over well with Sammy. First of the Winchesters. Mm-hmm. So Sam calls dad, and that's where we kind of noted that uh, dad's more of a drill sergeant than a father because he's trying to tell him essentially Dean has a few weeks, few months to live because he essentially got electrocuted and right. stopped his heart. Um, and dad doesn't pick up. Nope. Dad doesn't even call back. No, yeah, because Sam leaves voicemail and nothing. Got Nada. nothing. Um, and Dean does look a little rough for wear. A little bit. Uh, when Sam gets into the hospital room. And uh, I did laugh because have you ever watched daytime TV? Yeah. There's nothing. No. It's just a bunch of shitty soap operas, the news, and a bunch of talk shows. Well, speaking of shitty soap operas, Jensen was on a soap opera. <laughs> he was, <laughs> and it was the one that I watched. Days of Our Lives. Deans of Our Lives. Oh, man, my mom watched that all the time. I'd come home from middle school, and it would be on, and we'd watch it till 4 o'clock when something else would come on, and it was around the Jensen Eckle time frame. Nice. Uh, I mean, I don't distinctly remember him, but I do remember characters. We were a uh, Guiding Light family. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. But he goes in the hospital room, and he's like, man, daytime TV is shit. <laughs> so Sam kind of takes it upon himself, doesn't say anything, surprises Dean with a trip to go see a doctor. We forgot to mention that Dean checks himself out of, oh, the, yeah. of the hospital and shows up at the motel that Sam is staying at, or they are staying at, I guess. There wasn't much they could do for him there. Right. I'm not going to die in a hospital when the nurses aren't even hot. That's such a Dean thing. You're welcome. Uh, so at that point, <laughs> Sam realizes he's got to do something. Yeah, he's not going to let his brother die. No, he can't let his brother die. He no. can't be by himself. No, because... He's all he's got. Right, at the end of the last episode, that's what he said. At the end of... Um, scarecrow he's like we're all that we just have each other mm-hmm. he's like mom's gone jess is gone dad's you know wherever the fuck he is yep all we got is each other uh so sam takes him for a road trip mm-hmm. to see a doctor quote unquote doctor air quotes doctor and they roll to a field with a tent in the middle of freaking nowhere this is where the doctor is which my very first thought is like this is a snake oil salesman in the form of a faith healer which right. apparently wasn't that far off from what dean was thinking right yeah um and this actually has julie benz in it and I love Julie Benz. Who's that? Julie Benz, she plays Layla. Oh, okay. Um, but she's also in the second Boondock Saints. Okay. As the agent, she's also in Dexter. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. And tons of other stuff. She's actually cousins of Tim Benz. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, so I was very excited to see her. And uh, she's kind of who kind of convinces Dean to go inside. Because, hey, hot lady going to see a faith healer. I'm in. Well, duh. And they get in there, and obviously Dean can't keep his mouth shut. Right. And he gets he gets called out, essentially, by the faith healer who's mm-hmm. running the service. Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, what do you want? Do you want to be healed? And Dean's like, no, 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 you should probably heal somebody else, not not me. Right. And uh, he ends up healing Dean. He does. Um, only to find out that there's coincidentally, after getting checked out by a hospital to make sure that he's healed. And he's completely fine. There's no damage to his heart nothing. at all. It was all. like nothing ever happened. Exactly. Uh, but ironically, a 27-year-old male, very healthy, just had a heart attack and died. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, the same day. Same day, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? That's actually one of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so then Dean goes back and talks to Roy, the healer. He's like, why'd you pick me? And Roy's like, you had a job. You have a job to do. He's like, you you weren't finished yet on this earth. So. Kind of creepy. Like he's... Yeah, that. 
and the worst part is like as this episode goes on we realize like it really isn't him he's just very perceptive mm-hmm. very perceptive yes um we also find out that layla is actually sick right yeah she has a brain tumor mm-hmm. and she doesn't have much time left right so that makes dean feel even worse that he got saved and and she's been going to this faith healer for a while yeah like to the point where they know her mm-hmm. and they keep telling her to have faith and her time will come and right so then sam goes off and he starts investigating the death of the guy who had the heart attack and ends up finding out that um that guy died at the exact same time that dean was saved that dean was healed yeah i guess healed's a better word than saved but whatever that's just what i wrote down yeah (laughs) (laughs) it works either way sam goes back and finds obituaries of other people and they find out that each time a person is healed another person dies in the same way that deals with how they were saved exactly right so the dean comes across like "Mm," thinking about shit and he's like oh you know we're dealing with the reaper Mm -hmm. so now they got to go find out who is controlling the reaper correct is it because they really think it's roy since he's the one running the show Right, because Roy originally had, what, he went blind, mm-hmm. and then something happened to him where he was going to die, and then he was reawakened, and now he has, like, this the power, the power. to heal people, and right. the word of God. Yes. So then uh, Sam goes in, actually goes into Roy's house, and he finds a book in his library um, with articles of people who they would consider immoral, and they find out that's how they're choosing their victims. So they're basically choosing... Who dies and switching out for the other people, which is when I first thought saw this, I thought it was the Reaper choosing this. Right. Which obviously it's not. It's the people. Mm-hmm. And no one has the right to choose who gets to live and who gets to die. No. So then you find out that um, Roy is going to heal Layla that night. Um, so Dean's in the tent and Sam is with the Mark, who they think is going to be the next one to go. And it ends up that Reaper goes after that guy. Because you can only see them if they're coming after you. Mm-hmm. So Sam's They're kind of like hellhounds. Right. So Sam's standing there like, where is it? What do you see? What, where is he coming? Right. So this guy's going down. So Dean uh, yells fire in this tent to get everybody out so the guy won't die. But then it didn't work because the Reaper was still going after the guy. Mm-hmm. So initially they thought it was Roy who was the one who was controlling the Reaper and actually ends up being his wife. Dun, dun, dun. Plot twist. Sue Ann controlling the reaper i met sue ann and layla is so broken up at the fact that dean tried to stop her healing right because this was her one chance that she's been waiting for and right. there's no other way to save herself like why would you do that to me my one one chance fancy don't let me down <laughs> yes that's what i think of all the time so now the boys have to figure out how to break the the spell that is binding the reaper because it's actually very difficult to control a reaper yeah i don't think that would be an easy thing to do no because they usually only have one rule and it's to listen to death yeah, listen to Daddy Death. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I have to put that in front he's of everything. He's running the show. He's actually pretty cool. Yeah, he's a chill dude. I mean, pretty much with Reapers and everything else, it's a job. Yes. What it all comes down to. That's true. So they go back to the house because they that night um, they were supposed to do a private healing for Layla. Since the other one got disrupted. Yeah, meaning like Sam and Dean weren't supposed to be there. Yep. Uh, they so were not Sam- invited to the party. No, <laughs> they did not get an invitation. So they they essentially party crash. I feel so left out. Uh, so Sam finds an altar in uh, the basement, Sue Ann and Roy's basement, uh, with a picture of Dean on it and a bloody X over his face, meaning that he's gonna he's the next target. So whenever Layla gets healed, healed, Dean gets Dean will killed. Die. Yeah. 
Um, so then Sue Ann locks Dean in the ba- or Sam in the basement because she finds him. Like that's gonna keep him in. I don't know. Like, come on, people. You should know by now. Locking doors and like tying them up isn't gonna hold them. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Uh, so then Sam escapes. Shocking. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Note before that. Uh, the Reaper is after Dean. Clearly, chasing him around. He can see him. Yes, Dean can see him. So then uh, Sam escapes clearly, and then uh, the way. Sue Ann was controlling the Reaper is she had um, necklace. a necklace. Yeah. With a cross. Mm-hmm. It, had, it had blood in it, too. Mm-hmm. You find out when Sam, er, yeah, Sam rips it off and uh, breaks it on the ground. Yep. So then the, the Reaper goes away from Dean and he, he shows up. Sue Ann. He shows up right by Sue Ann with that creepy smile on his face like, aha, I got you. Yep. Like, you've been controlling me and now I get to come after you. Finally. Um. So he kills Sue Ann. And then, uh, so then Layla doesn't get healed. Nothing happened. She still has her, her brain tumor. She's more than likely going to die soon. Yeah. So then they're back at the hotel, and then Dean's, like, wondering if they did the right thing. Because he feels guilty. Right. I mean, that was her only chance to be saved, and he knew that she could be saved, but that meant, like, it would cost the life of somebody else. Right. But then uh, Layla shows up at the hotel because um, Stan had called her saying that Dean wanted to say goodbye. Um, and then I think she kind of gives Dean closure because she's like, you know what? I accept I'm okay. It. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to be okay. She's like, you know, miracles can happen, and I've come to terms with what, what I'm going through. Yeah. It's so sad. It I wasn't know. a happy ending. It was not a happy it ending a at sad all. ending. Uh, so that's what happened in the episode. That was quick. I know. Well, this is going to be kind of a short one, because we only got like about 10 minutes left in this this studio. Yeah. Uh, so I we mean, apologize w- in the shortness of it, but it really wasn't a fully, like... It wasn't. Like, normally this would have been a two-episode go for us i think yeah but because this one kind of was like it was one of the episodes that like it was good but it didn't really stand out like watching it i didn't have too many reactions to it no it was it was another one of those like filler kind of deals for um, me so you got any random shit well first of all i love that they did this um they played don't fear the reaper i died it was perfect (laughs) i blew oyster caught um when the girl's getting killed in the woods which i just thought was hilarious i do have random shit um most of them are um, people who play other people. So uh, Erica Carroll plays a nurse. and She also plays a mom in this same season. Uh, season 1, episode 18, Something Wicked. And she's also the angel Hannah in seasons 9 and 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I remember Hannah. Um, and Alex Dykin. D- D- yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, who's the Reaper also plays Mr. Vill in season 8, episode 2, What's Up, Tiger Mommy? I love the titles, like when they get later on. They get real wild, and I love it. Um, Kevin McNulty, who played Roy, the faith healer, also plays Philip in season 10, episode 6, Ask Jeeves. Uh, there is actually a deleted scene. Oh. So Supernatural Wiki tells me. Okay. And I believe them. I believe them, too. Because I don't think they'd steer me wrong. They haven't yet. Uh, so Marshall Hall, who was the guy who got killed whenever Dean was healed. Okay. They actually had a whole episode of him swimming in the pool where he died. Oh. So they were, as Dean was being healed, they were like Flashing cutting to back to, yeah, to him. Huh. Um, and then Eric Kripke says that um, this is his favorite episode. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, and then I, just one little thing on the Reaper, which I don't know if you went into like Reaper. I do go into Reaper, Reaper but you first. I have to pull it up on my phone. Um, because I go, uh, it was Urban Dictionary, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know Urban Dictionary, normally it's like just stupid shit. Yes. 
You should have screenshotted it. Reaper. We're in an age of technology. Reaper. While you're doing that, I'll top on the, the cross, because the cross is actually a real cross. Um, it's the Coptic cross, uh, which is a symbol of Coptic Christianity, which is one of several variations of Christianity. It is the primary denomination of Egyptian Christians, um, which is why it kind of has the onk-looking bottom, um, which is a symbol for eternal life. And this cross was actually developed by St. Mark in Egypt, who is also the writer of the Gospel by Mark. Oh. Uh, so this cross is real. And like I said, there's other variations of this cross, um, obviously symbolizing the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. You know what didn't come up? Because I did Grim Reaper mm. last night. Rude. Okay, according to Urban Dictionary, Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper is death with a capital D. Yeah. Okay. Uh, He is perhaps the most recognized entity of all time, neither ghost nor god. The Grim Reaper is a psychopomp, which the first time I read it I thought said poop, uh, whose job is to conduct the souls of the recently dead into the afterlife. He is often depicted as a tall, pale, skeletal figure shrouded in long, dark, black hooded cloak wielding a scythe, which he uses to harvest the souls with. Along with some accounts, say uh, some accounts say he just touches a person to pop their soul <laughs> so they don't feel any pain when they die. Just pop it out. Pop it on out with the touch of a finger. When he moves, he seemingly glides rather than walking. The Grim Reaper is known for not saying much, always having a grin on his face, and of course being the main focus of attention in whatever room he is in. <laughs> He is also able to turn his head completely around, a la Linda Blair. Wow, didn't know that part. I don't have anything in there about the, the head turning around. So that can uh, that he can survey the, his domain. The Reaper must be vigilant lest someone try to cheat him. He rides in a rickety old coach drawn by white horses that makes a god-awful noise due to the stones it, carry, it carries in it. When he takes someone's soul, he drops off a stone. The Grim Reaper is not an omnipresent personification of death in charge of the entire world but rather each area of their own Grim Reaper who serves as the Grim Reaper of the area until such a time they find a replacement. Dun, dun, That's dun, pretty in-depth for Urban dun. Dictionary. Yeah, oh, I mean, it keeps going. Oh, my God. We're just going to stop there. You can do the rest. <laughs> All right. Which is more accurate than um, Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. Uh, so this one I actually found using uh, Britannica.com, Mythology.net, and Science.HowStuffWorks.com. How stuff works. Uh, so Grim Reaper is actually the Lord of Death. He's the personification of death. He is Take that urban dictionary. a ghoulish skeleton-like appearance shrouded in a long black cloak, loose and tattered, uh, with a large hood hiding his face and usually wielding a scythe. Sometimes he holds an hourglass in a hand and collects souls when it's their time. The image we know appeared in Europe during the 14th century. It was uh, their way of dealing with the Black Death, which was the plague, and the original outbreak was from 1347 to 1351. Well, that's a long time. Um, and that was the first time that they really thought negatively upon death and feared it. Um, skeletons are symbolic of death. Robes are thought to symbolize religious figures and their garments worn during funerary services. And the scythe harkens back to the agricultural practices of harvesting, which ties to the harvesting of souls. The hourglass ties to the time of which a person's life is up. Um, there are different versions of the Grim Reaper. Uh, Greeks named death Thanatos. And Thanatos is the twin brother of Hypnos, the god of sleep. He, they are both depicted as young men, but Thanatos is pictured with wings and always carries an extinguished flame. He accompanies the departed to Hades, where he would deliver the souls to Charon, who is the ferryman who would then take the souls to Hades for him. Now, Norse mythology has the Valkyries, 
that are young, beautiful women who served as not only Odin's messengers, but also would escort the souls of warriors killed in battle to the afterlife, to Valhalla. Um, there are also angels of death in the Christianity um, religion, uh, which is a spirit that extracts one's soul. Um, Azrael is the Islamic angel of death. Archangels Michael and Gabriel have acted as angels of death in Judo-Christianity religion. And as you had mentioned, there are the psychopomps. Um, and the angel, the Grim Reaper is a psychopomp. However, there are also animals that are usually tasked with escorting souls to the afterlife, which are usually tied with birds. Oh. Um, those birds include owls, sparrows, crows, and whippoorwills. Okay. Um, obviously, the movie The Crow takes that idea to a whole nother level in the escorting and tying a soul to the afterlife. That's a whole other thing I could talk about for <laughs> hours. I love that movie. Um, now, the, the name Grim Reaper didn't actually appear until the 19th century. He was just referred to death. Oh, okay. Um, he isn't evil as much people as much as people think he is. He's just a hard worker doing his job. Doing his his job, job is to just take the souls when it's their time. He doesn't just cut life short. Um, there are actually a few heroes in mythology and history who have managed to trick the Grim Reaper. And in some cases, he actually gives people talisman to make them immortal. Oh. So that if a Grim Reaper were to show up, they show them the talisman and it protects them. Well, okay. Um, and then obviously Charles Dickens used the idea of a Grim Reaper as one of the three ghosts in A Christmas Carol. Right. But that's pretty much what I got about the Grim Reaper because obviously we kind of deal with death later on in a bunch of Reapers. Yeah. There's not just one. There's multiple. Yeah. All right, kids. I okay. think that's it for us for this episode. Again, sorry we had to kind of cut it short. Yeah, short but sweet. Again, um, it, well, there wasn't a lot of content in this But uh, I like to episode. think we got a lot of information out. Yes. Um, next time we'll do, probably depending on the episodes, at least two episodes in yeah. one episode. Correct, yeah. Um, what we have coming up? Uh, we got Route 666 coming up. Route 666, yeah. Ooh, Dean. Dean and his lady. I know. One of his multiples, but this one was serious. That's like one of the first sexy scenes. No. Oh. Okay. All right. So you guys got that to look forward to, and uh, yeah, we'll leave it on that. <laughs> leave it on the sexy scene. You I'll can keep uh, guessing. You can find us on Twitter at Balls SPN Pod. Tweet at us using that. You can find us on all your podcast listening sites. Download us, listen to us, share us. Oh, share us. Yes, please, please share us. Um, even if it's just sharing on a Twitter. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter, where wherever you can share, share, please. Um, and yes, please. <laughs> I'm just telling you to do it. Liz is trying to be nice about it. Well, good cop, bad cop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam and Dean, if you will. Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you can email us at spnballspod at gmail dot com. So email us, send us some ideas if you guys want to talk to us. We can actually have call ins. Um, obviously, we learned how to kind of fuck around with the Bluetooth for sound effects. Yeah. Um, and anything else you think we're doing good, we're doing bad, let us know. We want to talk to you guys. Yay. Yay. Until next time. Bye. We out. <laughs>